Hi, you're watching Rollout. I'm Willis, the DM. Um, he, him pronouns, and I'm going to pass the mic to the players. Hi, I'm Sophie Goose. He, him, or they, them pronouns. I play Potshot. She, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Carlos. Uh, he, him pronouns. I play Jumpkick. Also he, him. Uh, Audrey, she, her, uh, playing everyone's favorite triple changer, who's about to be in a lot of danger. It's high top of Voss. I did arrive, at least. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not creative. Episode 6, everyone needs a witty comment. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna become the, the Jake Hurwitz of the show and just change the intro every time. That's okay. We we changed the yeah. uh, we changed the video uh, keeps us on our toes. We use every time too. Yeah. It's fine. I have one rhyme. I'll never do this again. <laughs> so guys, I've been watching NADPOD. They change their intro literally every single time. It's great. That's my favorite show. I love them. I've been binge watching it and ignoring all other podcasts. Same. <laughs> Just. My ADHD power has decided I am hyper-fixated on uh, NADPOD. Yeah, so if HeadGum wants to add us to their podcasting family, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, HeadGum, you want the most niche podcast ever? <laughs> We're playing a Star Wars game, and it's about Transformers, and there's no yeah. overlap. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do my best intro voice. So, last time on Rollout. Former Agent Burns, the crew to be careful about their human allies, now the S7 can copy humans. With trust and confidence in their few human allies, the crew decides they need to prepare for the prison break ahead of them. Spike needs to take a test for his spy certification slash driver's license, and Jumpcake helps him cheat. <laughs> Potshot and Hightop get some Cybertronian history from their new grandma. After some quick shopping, Hightop gets a disturbing radio call. Three voices simultaneously say, Bumblebee signal located. What will happen next? So, what happens next? What? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know that was the last time, but I, I, I literally don't remember where we were last time. Like, exactly where we stopped. Were we still in the junkyard? Yeah, we're still in the junkyard, sort of trying out our new stuff. And I left <laughs> my comms on and picked up that. Yeah, so y'all just got your your submersible kits ready, got those put on, got dressed with all your new fancy gear, and then High Top got a disturbing radio call, and I'm not even sure if she let everyone know. I will let that decision be hers. Yeah, I, I think it's more shock panic at this moment, which y'all probably very much see as, like, the math meme is going on in her head. <laughs> so it's all fun and yeah. shenanigans. Look at my new uh, hammer. Look at my new... Um, uh, giant harpoon and then thousand yard stare. Look at my new thousand, <laughs> thousand yard stare. Look at my new scene of terror. <laughs> we need to go. We need to go now. Uh, I have much explaining to do. Roaster, can you drive? Me drive? I mean, as far as um, as far as my extension cords go, and she holds up the um, battery that she's like tied down by. I don't really leave the junkyard. Can you hide? All right. Um, Short story, I'll explain more on the drive. Some people I thought were dead apparently aren't dead. I think they picked up on that radio ping I used to call you, and they're coming here. We cannot have them come here. They're definitely not going to respect the neutral zone. Um, she's like, yeah, I can hide just fine. And she slowly transforms and throws the tarp over herself. <laughs> like, stealthy as hell. No one can see me. Invisible. 
God. I love my new mom. I don't want her to die. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining, like, pot shots just off to the side, like, just flicking the little, like, um, propeller that's on the end of the submersible kit as, like, she's trying to get it to work with her kibble, and then all this starts happening. Just, like, looks over, and it's like, it's been, like, half a minute. Like, like... So as you're explaining what's happening to the other uh, two and the grandma, um, I think the voices start talking again. This time there's a a deeper masculine voice that's kind of like taking over the other two. Um, And it's saying, I know where you are, Bumblebee. Come and find me. I'll come to you. But you can't run this time, coward. And then um, the two other voices um, take over and it's like, no, he's going to come to us. A trap's going to be better than going out there getting blown up again. Oh, good. They're idiots, too. He's like, and then the deeper voice argues back. <laughs> the deeper voice argues back. It's like, your trap's got blown up the last time. And then they argue back. It's like, <laughs> at least the humans didn't kill us. And then they just start bickering and bickering back and forth in your head. <laughs> generalized squabbling i just sort of <laughs> click the radio thing real quick um i think you have the wrong number i don't know who bumblebee is oh also hi bumblebee that's that yellow that's that yellow cliff jumper they all simultaneously say uh we know it's you we recognize that voice of you and that stupid radio speak i'm literally speaking oh oh god hey we need to go now <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I think I'm just going to start like hauling ass out of the junkyard and trying to explain on the way, hoping my friends follow me. And when I drive past the drive-through, uh, I'm going to just <laughs> yell out, "Call Burns, have him wait by the road." You said drive through the drive-through. My brain immediately went, "Talking to number nine, <laughs> number nine." Lock. Yeah, I'll have the hottest, <laughs> the second hottest Burns. <laughs> 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 Hotshot's <laughs> uh, gonna be chasing behind, very confused, but also very happy to get out of the junkyard because real angst hours happened last time. Uh, <laughs> Junkyard's probably like I don't know, playing with some junkyard parts, like looking through them, and then notices everybody speed by them and does the comical like what? Tosses it and goes follow them <laughs> over. Like he just. Yeah. Do you take Spike with you? Oh, is Spike still with us? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll. I'll... Do one yeah, of those comical, like, oh, they're leaving us. Maybe maybe grab Spike, like, by the cuff and be like, what? Yeah, just yoink. <laughs> just chuck him in the back. So, uh, that's that's his custom uh, now. Yoink and yeet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Hytop, what is your frantically, um, what, do you, what does Hytop say when she's frantically running out and explaining what's happening? Um, I don't think I say much in the junkyard aside from we need to get away from, we need to get away from Roaster in the, the sanctuary. Uh, I'll explain on the way. It's bad. My comrade's not dead. Much worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's about all of Pachot needs. Uh, panic. <laughs> As y'all are running away, um, you get another ping on the radio. Um, it's the deep voice again saying, I see, I can see the coward run. They're on the radar right there. We can get them. And they start arguing like, no, let him come to us. This stupid yellow one will be here. He'll bring that human Charlie, too. I like that, uh... Blitzwing, or, um... Well, whoever it is in this group has acknowledged that there's multiple pings, but at the same time, it's like, no, it's that guy! Like, so, 
He's doing some are sort we, of freaking clone shit. Are we all <laughs> listening? Or are we waiting for... Unless y'all, the other two, have the radio on, he's under the interpretation there's only one right now. Okay, so are we all listening, or only high top? I think I'm relaying it to everyone. Uh, as we're driving, high top's just trying to sort of just yell find out. a good way to explain what's going on. Uh, which is mm-hmm. condensing a lot of history into one panicked speech. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're all aware I'm a Decepticon. That's not a secret. So I guess as we leave, so part of the reason I left, they were going to reassign our unit, the whole Astro class unit. Um, with the war becoming a resource war, there wasn't really a lot for us to move, so they more reassigned us to be bounty hunters and prison transports, and I very much took issue with that. Um, so I voiced issue with that, and then Blitzwing super reported me to the enforcers and tried to have me killed, so, uh, if they're here, they're probably very, very very dangerous and very unhappy with me um i can ask do the other two have their radios on too i don't think potshot does i think she's just listening intently <laughs> what about jump kick would jump kick have a, a radio signal on uh i don't think so but i'm not sure like i and depending on whether we when we got the signal from high top if we need to turn that on and forget to turn it off because that seems like a thing but um I say it's more interesting if Jump Kick never turned it off. And if Jump Kick never turned off the radio, um, I think Jump Kick starts giving the signals too. And you hear the deep voice say that, like, um, you hear, like, a tapping on the screen or a tapping on, like, the comms. And the deep voice says, is like, I don't get it. There's two of it. There's two Bumblebee signals. Why is there two? And the other two is like, shut uh, it's just a finicky radio. There's not two bumblebees. He's like, yes, there's two bumblebees right there. Uh, we should turn off our radio so they don't find us. They're super gonna kill us if they see us. We should head to the city. <laughs> Their strength comes from them being able to fly and hit us from the air. If we can get somewhere with tall buildings, they might not be able to do that effectively, at least. They'll be forced to show themselves. Don't have to tell Patrat twice. <laughs> So I think Spike says that, I don't know anything about who these are, but if they're the people that were here with, uh, when the yellow one were here, I don't think taking them to a big city is going to be, going to be great. The red and blue one specifically did not seem to care about us, as in the humans living on this planet, and San Francisco is just filled with people. It's the best, it's the best idea I have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I turn off my long-range comms, so hopefully they can't pick me up. I imagine we can still probably talk between us, but I'm just going to start speeding towards the city. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a I'll make a pit stop uh, to pick up the second hottest Burns if he's by the road when we go past his little hovel. Yeah, I think if y'all are uh, heading towards the city, you just see him kind of walking on the side of the road, and like he immediately recognizes you and starts like waving y'all down. Yeah, I just sort of like. <laughs> I don't stop, I come to a roll, I open the door so he can jump in and then just speed off again. <laughs> Get in the car if you want to live. 
Uh, Burns asks, like, so what's the plan? Are we going to the prison or where we're going? Because the, the prison's the, the other direction. Everything's bad. They're back. We're gonna die. <laughs> Wait, who's back? What are we talking about? Everyone. All of them. Blitzwing, Shatter, Dropkick. They're back. We gotta go. We're heading to the city. He says Blitzwing, Shatter, Drop. So, tan, red, blue, right? What? Oh, ten. <laughs> um, he points out their colors. He's like the ten one, the red one, the blue one. Yeah, yeah, those. He only knows them by the. Yeah, color. they have names. <laughs> They're dead. He says, um, "I, I saw Blitzwing. I mean, technically, my squad's the one that killed Blitzwing. He's million pieces. There's no way he's alive. I mean, uh, he's calling me, and he thinks I'm a bumblebee. So probably <laughs> not in the best shape, but apparently back." I love that uh, High Top not having the context thinks that Blitzwing is calling her an insect. <laughs> Very bug happy season so far. <laughs> um, Burn says, I mean, did you try to trace it back? Where's the signal coming from? Like, I can't trace things. I'm a medic. I don't know. They're, it's just radio chatter. Um, I think over your shortwave comms, you hear Spike speak something. I could probably figure it out. And he starts fiddling with uh, Jump Kick's radio. Hey, maybe don't contact them if we're trying to avoid them. He's like, ah, oh, I got it. I know what I'm doing. And he's like plugging, um, he pulls a thing out of his backpack that looks like a, uh, like a black box with a green like screen on it. And he's just, like jamming wires into Jump Kick's radio. <laughs> How's Jump Kick taking that? Yeah, how do you feel about that Jump Kick? She's just plugging stuff into you. Jump Kick will originally be like, uh, I think originally talking to a high top like hey let's give the little dude a chance all right so far he's come up with great plans and as soon as they start like as soon as uh, uh spike starts poking and prying it's like it just interrupts him goes like yeah he's so far he's done really good whoa hey what are you... <laughs> what's going on in there all right you like, got so, it sorry sorry um and then you start hearing some like beepings over the short break comms and Spike starts tapping on the little green screen um, he got out of his backpack, and he's like, if... I mean, this looks like they're uh, two hours away, uh, I think, in the Alcatraz base. I mean, the signal's coming pretty close from the, the bridge, so they're over in that area. They haven't moved yet. Oh, I guess High Top will panic a bit less and stop pulling very far ahead of Jump Kick, <laughs> expecting him to be orbital blasted at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> finally comes back to the group <laughs> like oh they haven't even left yet yeah uh spike says yeah there's still i mean the dot hasn't moved at all it's still at the alcatraz or near the out near alcatraz uh it's over by the bridge i'm not exactly sure where the prison is oh well sorry for the panic okay so the plan still is to go there i mean that was y'all's plan um spike's saying that they're not leaving y'all probably been running for like 10 15 minutes um, just like hauling butt towards San Francisco and he's like the dot hasn't moved at all. Oh yeah sorry our whole thing used to be just kind of be anywhere on the planet in 15 minutes and blow something up so I figured if they knew where we were we didn't have much time I didn't think they'd just be hanging out there but yeah, you know for sure that Shatter and Blitzwing are the faster of the two and they would definitely be here within 15 minutes. Dropkick's a little slower he has like a hover alt mode but Blitzwing and Shatter are fast, and they would have been here in 15 minutes. Less than that. Alright. Well, I guess a, a competent miscalculation on my part is what we'll call this. Uh, uh, I don't know. 
thoughts, plans? We still have the whole swimming gear thing. I'm a lot less excited to go to this island if the three of them are just hanging out there, to be entirely honest, but... Give me a, um, a high toss. Give me a two uh, streetwise check, two purple and streetwise. First roll of the session. <laughs> ah, I'm not very streetwise, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, that is two disadvantages. Two disadvantages? So a wash when it comes to success and failures? Uh, no, I just got two disadvantages. Okay, so I was talking to Sophie about this um, earlier. Y'all have another stat called Strain. And for strain, you can kind of spend it as a currency, but if you run out of strain, you black out from stress. It's similar to wounds and HP, but a little bit different. For a wash, you can spend a strain to make a wash a success if you want, uh, since this is a stressful scenario. Yeah, I guess I'll spend one strain just thinking about my horrifying teammates. <laughs> oh god, what do they do? What do they do? So you you spend a strain for a success for to get your wash to a success. You know that Blitzwing's tactic is definitely rush there and beat them up. Um, you know that shatter and drop kick were I don't know what it'd be in Cybertronian, but it would roughly translate to English as they would call it like a mousetrap strategy, to where you set a trap with some bait and you wait for them to show up. Um, and if shatter and uh, drop kick are involved. They might be setting up that kind of old strategy where they're baiting you to come get them. Yeah, I just sort of relay that to everyone. Like, if we're still going to invade this, if those two are still around, they're most definitely going to be setting up a trap. Hey, this is going to make getting that TCOG a lot more complicated. I thought they were all dead. Uh, Burns agrees. He's like, I saw what was left of them. They should not be able to call you on the radio. Like, there was almost nothing left of Blitzwing. Um, a little bit more of the other two, but, like, they should. Y'all can't just put yourself back together, can you? And he, like, looks nervous. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've got, like, a whole new head at one point. That was interesting. But, I mean, yeah, as long as <laughs> our spark casing's not destroyed, we're usually fine. He's So what's, what's the limit of that? Because they were... I mean, nuts and bolts on the ground, Blitzwig was. I don't think he can pop back together that much, can y'all? What do I look like? Oh, wait, no, I am a medic. Um, I actually don't know. <laughs> I'm not shockwave. I don't take people apart to see how much they can take before they die. Which, by the way, probably one of the reasons we should definitely not get caught. <laughs> you, uh, both Potshot and Hightop know that, like, yeah, Cybertronians can get, like, an arm or a hand or even a head blasted off and put back on, but if there's... If it's bits of metal left, that's not a put-back-together scenario. Mm. So I think Potshot's going to chime into the conversation, just with uh, High Top noting that there's going to be a trap. And Potshot's going to dial in. High Top, I know that you're the Decepticon in the room here, and I apologize for this in advance, but if it involves having to re-kill a few Decepticons, uh, I'll take care of it. I mean, she's trying to be supportive, but <laughs> thanks. I just says, "I'll get that teacog right out of there." <laughs> don't you worry. Thank you. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I did leave out of personal differences, and also they tried to kill me. So it's more being sad from the loss of potential from friends turning into monsters, and less wanting to save them now. 
I mean, they're a dead mm-hmm. squad at this point, so if they if they want to go, we'll go. But also, my main issue is they're twice as big as we are, and yeah. <laughs> so, you guys, if you could uh, remind me, what aside from the Teacock are we looking for in Alcatraz? Panzers, Energon. Yeah, you know that um, that's where they've taken all the energon from the military base, and y'all are basically starving. Not to where like you're taking damage or whatever, but y'all haven't like had a good meal in like forever. Y'all um, are in danger of like kind of starving out from energon, and you know there's a potentially massive supply of energon there, and y'all don't know anywhere else to get it from because y'all ate through the blitzwing juice. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, Roaster also peer pressured us into uh, if Shockwave's here, he's gonna ruin the planet, mm. and oh, we yeah, can't not do anything. So yeah. we have to go try to mm. see what his plan is and interrupt it. All right, cool. And then Pachuk got peer pressure into wanting to help her friend. I love right, my new yeah. old mom, but <laughs> she gave me responsibility so quickly. Yeah, Roaster <laughs> seemed to knew who Shockwave was, which is weird because of how old she is and how long she's been here. Um, but she knew if Shockwave's here, that's not good. Alright, so agreeing with uh, Potshot saying in a way of like, well, if we're still going with the plan, Potshot's got it. Alright. <laughs> about killing Thank Decepticons. Y'all. I appreciate the camaraderie of we'll all die together. It really means a lot. Thank y'all. <laughs> Pacho's just like, no problem. <laughs> so I think this whole conversation probably took like at least an hour of y'all just kind of cruising around and driving and Spike picks up like they still haven't moved. They're still on the radar, still chilling out by the bridge or I guess by the prison. Okay. I think for the next hour of driving there, I'm mostly just going to be uh, talking shit on the three of them and maybe giving some useful <laughs> insight into their both physical and emotional weaknesses. <laughs> uh, I should probably yeah. roll to see if I actually know anything or if I'm just bullshitting. Okay, so you can use either your underworld skill or your warfare skill to know stuff about them. Because Underworld is going to be kind of like shady Decepticon stuff, and then Warfare, you're going to get more information about, like, them tactically, like, how they go about doing the shady stuff in more of a, like, matter-of-fact way. Okay, and how many difficulty would it be? Um, I think because you know them, um, just two purple going to be easy. Then while you're doing that, I'm going to roll the Force Dice, because y'all will need them. Uh, that's a success and a disadvantage for a success and a disadvantage i'll say the disadvantage is you don't know anything about them after you left you haven't heard anything you haven't heard any rumors but all the information that me and you have talked about like about their character um off mic all that's like true and all that's relevant you just don't know anything after you left yeah so i don't really have any particular uh, aside from you know weakness of character and bad decision making and uh, all of that stuff. I don't really have a whole lot to offer on Shatter. I literally didn't know who Dropkick was before I left. He is quite literally nobody to me, so I don't really have anything to offer on that. You know that Dropkick is a Shatter-like simp. 
He does whatever Shatter wants him to. He like <laughs> bends the knee. Um, they're kind of like Jesse and James. If Jesse was like incredibly sub, I mean, if James was incredibly submissive to Jesse. Yeah, I don't know. Just some weak loser who sort of just did whatever Shatter wanted him to do. Uh, I think he took my spot when I left. But uh, I do know Blitzwing is extremely manipulative or extremely easy to manipulate. He was kind of just the whole it's uh, the best way of saying it without using anything too derogatory. The sort of loser that held out, hung out with the squad that he wasn't really a part of and sort of just tried to weasel his way into things. I know he did end up reporting me for treason because, you know, having the opinion of maybe we shouldn't be a death squad. But honestly, he's one of those types that was definitely more popular earlier in the war. Now people just sort of don't care about him too much. And he seems to be a bit, I don't know, delicate in his sort of ego and easy to anger so if you can if you can make him upset you can very much lead him into traps or make him do something stupid pretty easily he's not really the <laughs> most competent kind of a cybertronian washed up football player you also know that he stuck around because he kept getting promised and promised that he was going to get the triple change the triple changer promotion um but because of how like dedicated he was to being an honorable fighter and an honorable decepticon he was more useful as this like going and blow stuff up at, he was more useful at his station than he would be to get that promotion but they would never really tell him that but that was the rumor around that they're never going to give him the triple changer upgrade like, it's not going to happen. He's way more useful as a lackey. Yeah. Annoying loser who just sort of hung out with us. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if you piss him off, you can you can manipulate him pretty easily. He's very quick to anger. And because y'all will need them, y'all have two black and two white force dice you can use to make any roll easier. But remember, if you use a, a light side point, I get a dark side point to make a roll harder. So you have two chances right now to make um, any roll easier than you would normally be. Okay, but yeah, just just as we're driving, I'm just sort of low-key talking shit, but also giving some tactical information on how to deal with my former partners. Mm. Patrat's taking detailed notes. <laughs> like a mission, oh boy. <laughs> um, while we're driving, I want to... It makes her happy, what can I, I say? I want to talk to uh, Spike and ask him how he feels about his uh, first spy mission and what it might mean if his... Uh, Shockwave is gonna start war in his world. How are you gonna? What are you gonna? Can you ask him in character? Yeah, yeah. Like I wanna have this back and forth. Uh, so, Spike, how do you feel on your first spy mission? <laughs> How's it going so far? Um, I mean, pretty, pretty confident. Um, I'm pretty good with computers and radios. I take it with them a lot. Um, I mean, they're, I figured out just using your radio. Sorry about that, by the way. But I'm able to track them pretty easy. It's a one-way signal, so we're getting theirs, but they're not getting ours. It doesn't seem like any of y'all are that familiar with, um, I don't know, the technical sides of things. So I'm pretty sure y'all will need me for something. Y'all can obviously handle the run and gun stuff. Um, I'll need to pick up my my scuba gear from the house um, if we're doing the underwater plan. Um, those submersible kits look fairly hack and slash together. Don't super trust them. And I I need 
Y'all need energon to eat, and I need air to breathe, so. <laughs> but I'm ready to go on the mission no matter what. Alright, so, that's something I had not realized. I'm glad I asked. So we need scuba gear for Spike? Uh, Spike and, um, potentially Burns, you haven't told him or invited him on the mission yet. <laughs> I have a it's feeling- like, hey, hey, what are you doing as we drive into the water? <laughs> I got a feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling Burns wouldn't like even. Burns has just been very calmly sitting here for an hour, and High Top just waiting to be filled in, like just drumming his fingers. Like, like I, I, I have a feeling Burns would be the kind of person to say he doesn't need any fancy things to go underwater. <laughs> like he has one of those. Like he definitely has a gun. Like he, he'll like he'll have one of those mouthpieces that Batman sometimes wears, where it just like puts in his mouth, like ready to go underwater. Um, I think while Spike and Jump Kick, while Spike and <laughs> Jump Kick are having that conversation, I think Burns is gonna ask High Top, so like, uh, so what's the plan? We're ready to go, right? We're gonna go break into the prison. Um, so we're gonna tip over a truck. How are we gonna do it? Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna sort of just submarine over to the island and then try to break in from there. We did waterproof ourselves. Uh, I'm not sure how well that'll help jump kick with the whole no roof thing but uh you'll probably be fine if you stay where you are he looks over he has his big big backpack with him um he's like scoot underwater um and he zips into his bag and he has like he's like i probably have the stuff for that and he pulls out a um a small like looks like a small like nitrous can <laughs> with like a mouth attachment to it i mean we probably got uh i don't know an hour of air in this if anything goes wrong and while he's going through the backpack how well can you see what's going inside your alternate mode like probably what's going on in there not great okay give me a perception check and because he's inside the alternate mode I feel like you have some visual sensors in there but you probably have to make the choice to like look and decide not to look where the road's going so I'm gonna say it's three, three purple perception check. A little bit hard. Okay, that's a success and two disadvantages. Success and two disadvantages. All right. So the dis the successes um you see these like like a lot of these like white bricks, almost like Play-Doh consistency inside. Bunch of wires poking out of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the disadvantage is I don't quite sure you know what those are but yeah he has a bunch of these white bricks with like leds and like a green led and a red led on them they all look exactly the same and a bunch of white like almost like potato oh, no. looking thing like, in his backpack with his normal gear hey burns uh i, I appreciate your expertise but i we're not like building shockwave a shed i don't think you need to bring a bunch of bricks with you that just seems like dead weight <laughs> uh he quickly zips up the backpack and like, oh uh yeah no um i just felt like just you know extra resources might um i bring everything i might need in the future you know well prepared and whatnot and he quickly like zips up the bag are those bricks or is that some like wacky human weapon thing um because <laughs> i don't know him a deception check <laughs> i don't know you super great but you can't be that incompetent where you're taking like building supplies with us what are those <laughs> let me get his statue up because he is lying to you which <laughs> is <laughs> burns he has perceptions that are cunning oh he's pretty cunning ain't he okay <laughs> never underestimate the humans What's your perception? Uh, my perception is a yellow and a green. Instead of him doing a deception check, 
since he's pretty cunning, I'll let you roll against his deception. So I'll say he has a uh, three in cunning. So make a three purple deception check. A three purple deception? Oh, I'm perception. Sorry, you're seeing through his lying. Three purple perception. Okay. Uh, that's two successes and two disadvantages. He says, he's like, uh, you know, um, it's, you know, you need an uh, inner John. Uh, this is a, uh, you know, food, but just a bunch of potato wraps I made in case uh, me or sp- the kid gets hungry, you know. And then he tries to switch the, co- the, the subject. He's like, uh, the kid, is he, is he going on the mission, you know, into the prison? And you know he's, like, completely lying, not telling the truth at all. Bunch of bullshit. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know if you've ever ridden in a VW bus, but the front seat is right (laughs) on top of the tire. I'm going to lock the doors and sort of fold away the floor underneath them and start tilting the seat forward. What are you bringing with us? Uh, (laughs) I want to trust you, but you're not going to lie to me right now. It's sort of just tilting him forward where if he falls, I am going to run him over. I don't even get the roll for that. That's... I don't even think you're lying. You're not... You're threatening, and I think that's... It's not worth it to make you make the check. It's a very good threat. He, like, grabs onto the seatbelt really, really hard and, like, grabs it. Um, I think he grabs onto the, like, <laughs> do you have armrests? <laughs> like, they, like, they fold back. So I think he just puts his arms behind the seat. Um, like, okay, fine, it's fine. Uh, um, they're copying me. I don't want them to be using my face and my identity to do whatever they're doing. So I'm just gonna, you know, it's... The base is probably underneath the prison. Go on a wall, flood the base. That is an excellent idea. Thank you for being honest. I uh, everything <laughs> returns to normal in the car cabin. D- un becomes a saw trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm just imagining like Podshot's following behind and like just like thinking through the mission and like very carefully like you know in her mind's eye just like putting everything up on the floor, <laughs> thinking about how she's going to approach this, and then she just hears some very loud yelling from over in, from over with high top, and, like, the, like, wheel well changes over, and, like, she's just going to do, like, the car equivalent of, like, peering over the shoulder, but then it goes back. I just and she's like, become okay. Batman. Where is she? she? She's happy that she's not going to with the organic right now. Burns <laughs> is like, oh, God, Bumblebee was never this difficult. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, well, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's expecting. We're all moonshine drinking defectors. Well, as you know, if we're going to be a team, uh, <laughs> honesty, teamwork makes the dream work and all that. So uh, don't lie to me again or I'm going to drop you. He says, uh, un- under- understood. Can I have one of those? And he's just like drenched in sweat. What the explosive? <laughs> he says, uh, I only have one remote. Uh, they're synced up to this, and he pulls out like a little. Um, <laughs> looks like the controller from like an RC walked. car, but the like little steering wheel knocks are like ripped off. Um, and it's just a, like, a brick with a trigger and a handle. He's like, I only have. They're all linked up to the same, uh, the same trigger. Oh, I don't, I don't need a trigger. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can have one of the the potatoes, and he, uh, I guess, puts it in the glove box. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I have one brick of C four. <laughs> this can't possibly go wrong. <laughs> I'd like how he just like, yeah, sure, puts it in the glove box, calls it. <laughs> One C four. There we go. <laughs> I think it's just like a library return slot. <laughs> so I think Burns lets y'all know that um, the plan probably would best be do at night. Um, you're gonna get over near the the bridge. 
near like um not quite at night um definitely like sunsetting time it's gonna take two hours to get over there it was later in the afternoon but um burns just informed me that like the plan's gonna be best if it's like lights out pitch black so they don't see us coming at all uh, he says the water's pretty murky they're not going to be able to see through um the kids plan's pretty good kind of stuff like that oh did we ever stop to get spike his uh uh breathing gear i i relay back to everyone else <laughs> i say that as we've driven past we turn around go back backtrack 30 minutes <laughs> no actually as a <laughs> how about as a uh, high top says that uh, jump kick and spike without anyone <laughs> even noticing they were gone or just rolling in finally, coming back from turning around and getting the fucking <laughs> spike and jump kick went on a little side story to get his stuff <laughs> yeah, oh we made it and it's like oh you were gone 30 minutes after we drove past and you already split off with spike <laughs> alright spike just slam on her brakes <laughs> yeah then jump kick passes you he's like got it don't worry hey guys we're back <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Dad of the year. Thank you to Jump Kick for being the only responsible parent in this group. I'm over here threatening <laughs> to kill somebody one eighth my size, and you're taking care of Spike. <laughs> <laughs> Pacha's just staring into the distance, imagining all the bullets she's going to be using. Like, thank you for being the responsible guardian here. Oh, uh, I feel like Jump Kick's just uh, has a soft spot for forgotten and ignored little dudes being, you know, basically cannon fodder of uh, the Autobot army for, for a while. <laughs> it's just like, we gotta make sure someone's taking care of you because no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, I feel like Jump Kicks, the, the most <laughs> famous person, jump kick, the most famous Autobot Jump Kicks ever heard of is Cliff Jumper because he's like the <laughs> highest caliber cannon fodder. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say cup. This <laughs> completely B tier. Well, I'm, I, I'm going by the uh, by by the movie idea that he doesn't know that Cliff oh, Jumper yeah, yeah. got cut in half. <laughs> and he's like, well, the most pop, the, like the the only warrior that's ever made it out of being a fucking cannon father and part of the army is Cliff Jumper. And then we could like, freaking jump kicks like idol is Cliff Jumper. He has like a signed Cliff Jumper photo, and he's like, "That guy was great. Made it through everything." Every every time, every time it comes up, you just re, uh, abrupt cut to him getting sliced in half. Like, I love that guy. Always pulled through at the end. Great guy. Loved him. Jump kick has like a, an autographed picture of Cliff Jumper, but it's in a, a commemorative Bumblebee frame. <laughs> <laughs> He's like painted it red with like sh red sharpie. <laughs> if if uh, if if uh, jump kick knows Bumblebee, he knows him as the yellow Cliff Jumper. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely knows. Yeah, Bumblebee's the yellow Cliff Jumper, not the other way around. <sighs> Also, just just for the record, in the real world, uh, Cliff Jumper and uh, Wheeljack are my favorite, absolutely favorite Autobots. Yeah, so that's why he's yeah. Like, jump jump like kick could be a Cliff Jumper like Stan. God, I'm gonna be so sad if Jump Kick dies. He's such a good character. Jump Kick defends Cliff Jumper on Autobot Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Spike before was dressed in like high like pretty high waist like baggy uh jeans they're like really colorful almost like purposely styled that have like paint and stuff splattered on them and like a brightly colored like polo and like letterman jacket 
Now he's dressed in like really tight, like almost like swimsuit leggings, swim trunks, and a really big colorful like windbreaker. Just because I want fan art too. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Spike in his cool spy out spy gear. So um, I think y'all pull up um, on this like shoreline underneath. Um, not quite underneath the bridge, but like you can see the Golden Gate Bridge on your left, and you can see see what Burns points out as the Alcatraz prison on your right. And I will send you a map of where y'all are and where y'all kind of have planned out the route to go. Um, gotcha. So, like, I'm imagining when we, like, start getting up to the city, like, Hotshot's just gonna be really confused. Like, just, like, she's not seen anything from this planet other than, like, a few dusty towns and the woods. And then you're coming up and there's this gigantic structure and tons upon tons of buildings. She's just kind of looking around like, they built that? Yeah, have y'all ever <laughs> been in a city before? Because y'all definitely have to drive through a big part of the city to get to the bridge. How do y'all feel about that while I'm looking for this map? I mean, Pacha probably doesn't appreciate all the traffic. But like, she's just like very carefully staying close to the others. Probably, you know, a little bit uncomfortably for how cars usually drive. But just like... Don't leave me. Don't leave me here alone. <laughs> it's like a little bit of sensory overload. I feel like High Top enjoys the people watching. Just the weirdos hanging out in San Francisco. I don't know about Jump Kid going far into the city. Like, I feel like the most we would have done would be, like, on the outsides. Like, maybe the city's a little too, like, I don't know. Maybe even suburbism. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. like being downtown. It's yeah, order. I feel like in our, our past adventures, I don't know, High Top likes to explored and learned about things so probably at least has gone into some cities to take notes and see what people actually do in these big metal hives. Actually <laughs> that that works out a lot how Jump Kick knows less and always defaults to high top because he's just, Jump Kick just kind of waits on the outskirts of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Patrols around the outside. Yeah. Uh, jump cut to high top just illegally parked on the side of the road with like 800 parking tickets stuck to her windshield and then she just drives off. <laughs> <laughs> Hotshot like bumper to bumper with her behind her like next to a fire hydrant with even more but yeah <laughs> yeah just stay stay by me uh, when we end up going through the hive uh, sometimes their officers will try to put weird <laughs> little decorations on you uh, I just sort of I can't really show you because we're driving I just sort of fling a parking ticket out the window and hope you see it uh, if they put these yeah. on you they don't really mean anything. <laughs> don't be alarmed. I think it's just decoration or something. But uh, just don't hit any humans and you'll be fine. Just make sure you get really close behind the other cars. Honk a lot. If the lights are red, try to run through them quickly. You know. Okay, so my Discord's doing that thing where it doesn't want to show you photos. So I'm going to quickly do a screen share Ooh. and sh right. show y'all. Gotcha. So y'all can be more specific about it, but this is the map I'm going to use to get... Um, you kind of just use for reference of where y'all are going. Um, you're going to wind up on this little kind of like beach shore on um, right off the city and right off of the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a straight shot to the prison. It's going to be, uh, y'all can tell, especially pot shot would be able to judge, it's three miles away. Um, so it's a three mile drive underwater. It's the best spot, y'all, you'll find it's the best spot to go from that's not like 
in the city or in some fishing dock area. Uh, so it's gonna be a little bit long, a little bit longer of a drive, but like it's the only place to also to drive into the water and not jump in and make a big scene. Um, <laughs> Cannonball. Can y'all see that? And for yeah, those not in the podcast, I will post this map on Twitter. Now, how do I stop screen sharing? <laughs> Quick, everyone, look well, at the whatever. tabs. What do you What do you have? Open? That is the question. There you go. <laughs> so that's where y'all's plan is. Um, yeah, we're good. If y'all want to talk about anything else, we can talk about it, or y'all can cut to the dead of night. Yeah, that's all I really got. As we pull in, I am going to scan the sky okay. for anything red or blue or incompetent, so... <laughs> oh! It would be great if I... Just keep roasting Blitzwing this entire series. It would be great if it's a, a planes going by, you know how they have the one blue light and one red light on each side. <laughs> yeah, there's one with one red light, one blue light, and one broken light. <laughs> You're like, it's them, it's them. <laughs> Wait, no, news helicopter, it's fine. <laughs> Hotshot's just sitting off to the side as they're looking at the sky and arguing about the plane, just trying to reconcile with the fact that the humans have made this giant horrifying place where people stick paper onto you if you put like yourself in the wrong spot and there's noise everywhere and everybody's walking on the street it's like it's a lot for her it's a lot for her today it's like please get me underwater i'm done burns <laughs> and spike are just having a, a nice time getting some lunch or just parked on the side of the road all getting parking tickets <laughs> yeah you're all, you're all parked on the beach and spike and burns are eating like in and out like <laughs> yeah Having a good time watching their robot buddies just completely fail at cities with like stealth. Yeah, they're having this nice bonding experience, like sitting on the beach, and y'all are just talking about how much Earth is like weird <laughs> and trying to understand what a parking <laughs> ticket is and just not understand, not, not figuring it out. Just like swiping them off of the front of the dashboard, like you. Why do they make them sticky? I don't know. <laughs> just stuck to the hand. You'll watch like a, a, a beautiful sunset happen. <laughs> um, yeah. You'll watch a beautiful sunset happen over like um, over the bay and hang out until nighttime happens. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Burns and Spike get ready as soon as the night falls. Um, Spike takes off the um, the really colorful windbreaker so he's just in these really tight leggings looks like wetsuit leggings but he's almost like cut the top off of it swim trunks and a swim binder and then he also has these like straps almost like um almost like a gun holster but it has two oxygen tanks on either side of it and like a little tube and mouthpiece hanging off the side i mean he puts the windbreaker back into his uh into his backpack and then out of the backpack which is like a little duffel bag. He pulls out a um, a metal baseball bat and puts that on the back of the holster. He's like, oh, he's like, y'all ready to go? And Burns is like smearing like a uh, black fa- black and green face paint all over himself. I just taking it way- himself way too seriously. I just give Jump Kick the look of don't let anything happen to our boy. <laughs> so I actually and correct. Hold on, correct me if I'm wrong, but I keep you keep saying the windbreaker that uh, Spike's wearing, and I keep it just imagining like uh, Daniel's jacket from the Transformers the movie because it's got like multiple colors and stuff, or like an eight, you know, like uh, between that and something Will Smith would wear in like Fresh Prince, like very colorful. <laughs> Pop color. <though. laughs> 
Gotcha. Like neon colors, like he won a permanent. Yeah, I keep doing eighties fashion. I just keep describing whatever's the coolest image I see. Leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for swimming. I'm imagining like a neon yellow for the base, and then like it's got like neon pink and blue accents. Yeah, like blue pink stripes. Like, just, like just something. Yeah, garish. it's very garish. <laughs> he likes color. I think even his swim chucks are rather garish on for this stealth mission, too. Bless his heart, it's all he's got. <laughs> yeah, I think once it's clear and uh, there's no people around, uh, Hightop does take out that one cassette thing out of her chest and puts in the one with the bad drawing of the hearse on it because we need to be sneaky. So uh, we have hearse <laughs> top again. Can I have a hearse into the ocean? Okay. It's, basically, it's basically her black outfit. <laughs> For sneakiness. <laughs> oh, are we gonna switch into stealth modes? I mean, if you want, I just figured yeah, yellow yeah. wasn't exactly the best for stealth. Uh, Spike looks down and like, I don't know, I like yellow. And <laughs> we're in this bright yellow some trunks. <laughs> yeah, yellow's not the best for stealth. Uh, Spike standing at my ankle, just bright yellow and pink and teal. <laughs> um. Spike says, so who am I going with? Jump kick, you have an open top. I don't think that's going to be the answer. So I think it's pot shot or um, high top. Oh, he, jump kick doesn't have an open top. He has an open back. But <laughs> <laughs> this ocean's saying it's the same thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can... And Burns speaks up that like I'll need a ride too. So are we splitting up? Are both humans in the same one? Or what's going I on? I just... And they uh, leave that decision to you. I just look at Potshot like, I'll I'll take this one. I'll take this one for the team. Yeah, I'll carry the both of you. It's fine. <laughs> Potshot just like very has this look of just thank you. Like not like it's not entirely sure if it's to high top, Primus, or I both. High top to this. Um, so yeah, they they all get ready. They climb into the V. No, not the VW. The her they climb into the hearse. God, um, I think Spike goes to. They both go to the driver's seat, and um, Spike gets his hand on the handle first, and then Burns is like, "Oh, thanks for getting the door for me." And then Spike just stares at him, like until he walks away. Yeah, if Burns tries to open the door, I don't open it for him. I open. Yeah, the like, rear passenger door for Burns <laughs> in the back seat. And, and Spike like nods at it. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he like just grumbles off <laughs> and gets in the back. <laughs> and then Spike jumps in the driver's seat. He's like, Burns like, can I at least ride shotgun? The, the limousine divider sort of rolls up. <laughs> No, no, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, sure, whatever, it's fine. I roll it down. I think as it goes up, Spike's like really stern and serious, and once it's all the way up, he starts like laughing his ass off, and then he like comes back down when it goes down, he's back to stern and serious. <laughs> oh, Spike does the like two fingers, like, I'm watching you. <laughs> and then I drive into the ocean. After <laughs> This little compact car just doop doop doop, and then, like, as soon as it gets into the water, the little <laughs> propeller just starts going. And it makes that little noise that, like, the Jetsons car does. Little. 
So yeah. as a large hearse sinks into the ocean and uh, a little tiny uh, hatchback falls after, jump kick drive him too. Uh, yeah, uh, and he will not be changing into his uh, green stealth mode. He will, he will stay bright white, blue, and Staying striped. Garish. He'll stay rainbow colored. <laughs> oh, for... Okay, so as y'all enter the water, uh, I'm going to have y'all roll initiative. It's not combat, it's... The best way I know how to handle the series of stealth, uh, series of um, combat checks. So everyone, roll me um, initiative. I got two okay. successes. I got two successes and one advantage. Uh, hi, Todd. How many advantages do you have? Oh, I got two successes and two advantages. All right, so high top's gonna go first. Oh no. All right, and then jump kick. What'd you roll? Two advantages. Um, no successes. Nope, just advantages. Okay, so you'll be going last unless um, the humans roll worse. Okay, so Burns will be going after Potshot. Um, and just for y'all's knowledge, um, the humans will technically have a turn, but they're going to be trying to do assists to whoever they're with. Oh boy. Okay, so Spike will be going before Jump Kick. As y'all go into the water, you start to notice the water is like murky, but since this was the easiest, um, the easiest option for stealth, everyone's gonna do a really easy stealth check before we really get into the initiative order. So just do one purple stealth check. And stealth is based on. I think agility. Well, there's a thing for stealth. Yep, it's on agility. I got one success. One success. Oof! I got four advantages and two failures. Oh, there we go. Two successes, two advantages, and one threat. Okay, did anyone have anything more than uh, two two successes? No, I just got one success. Okay, and then Sophie, you ended with two failures? Two failures and four advantages. Okay, you can spend one strain to make one of the failures a um, success, and then since this is how we're going to be doing group stealth checks. If anyone has leftover successes, because you only need one to pass, they can pass it to you. So with jump kicks extra success and spending one strain you can uh, pass the stealth check is that cool with you no absolutely not i'll keep all my successes to myself thank you (laughs) yeah of course dude (laughs) okay we'll we'll go for that breaking the fourth wall he throws the die at her (laughs) (laughs) so uh flavor wise how that works is y'all under the water there wouldn't be a lot of patrols underwater because that's not a standard like infiltration plan for Decepticons or Autobots. So it not being a standard plan makes it a pretty good plan because they're not going to be really prepared. You all see total one Insecticon swimming around. It has a big glowing like uh, rear end for the bug mode. It kind of looks like a firefly flying around. Potshot was about to get spotted by it, but then Jump Kick quickly like points it out. It's like Insecticon on the left. And then y'all drive further away from it to hide in the murky water. And then you don't see anything else as y'all drive forward. Yeah, we're like underwater, right? Yeah, y'all are underwater. And the Insecticon you saw is when it got started getting deep. And it has a big glowing butt, so it's pretty obvious to see where it was. And Jump Kick just pointed it out to pot shot so they could all avoid it. So y'all entering the water. The water is really murky and hard to see through. Um... There's sudden drops um, in the terrain that y'all have to avoid, and you see some wildlife swimming around too, like fish and some sea lions. Um, nothing too threatening at the moment. But so how this is gonna work? I'm not gonna tell you how far you've made it because it's hard to see. You won't be able to see the prison if you're right on it. But I will tell you when you're halfway there, and I'll tell you when you arrive. Each 
turn, you can use your um, maneuver for your movement, and if you want, you can also spend your action for your movement to move twice as far. High top, if you use your um, punch it, you'll be able to move an extra like third movement for this, uh, since you are canonically like faster than the other ones. But if you use your action to move, then you won't be able to use your action to help out someone else further in the order. So if someone else fails their check, um, the next turn you can use your action to help them and help them recover kind of thing. So it's, you kind of have to risk if you want to move the double movement or the single movement. Gotcha. So I'm going to make three white dots on my map saying that y'all are at the beginning. So first round of initiative is going to be high top. What do you want to do? I think I'm going to continue going forward, but I'm not going to do the high top thing, and I'm going to try to stay close to my comrades and not speed off. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm just going to continue looking gotcha. forward to both move forward, but also keep an eye out for insecticons or dolphins or. Uh, those jaws that seem to be the natural enemies of humans, so. Alright, let me get to my <laughs> thing. Where's my skill check? I have to, to clarify, my 18 fog so... lights are turned off. <laughs> so we're going to do your skill checks, um, I think, at the top of the turn. I just don't think it'd be fair to do the skill checks after. Um, but you're taking it steady. Um, Audrey, do you have any uh, D&D dice? I'll need a D8, or Do I can I just use D &D an online roller. Oh god, I dropped them. Was... I See, I knew the answer to that question. Uh, yeah, which one? A D8. Okay, so Audrey's gonna roll um, your encounter checks. Um, on a 1 and 2, everything's fine, nothing happens. On a 3 to 8, something does happen. Um, in general, the higher the number, the worst. So, Audrey, roll your encounter check cool. for high top. Uh, well, we just rolled a six. A six. There is a sudden drop. Make a four purple piloting space, because being like space is like being underwater in my mind, or a or a four purple athletics check. If you fail, you're going to fall down the crevice and take an amount of harm equal to the threats you rolled, but you can choose to take it slow and go around, but you don't get a user action for movement. Okay. Uh, that's two successes and four disadvantages. Um, so, what do you want that to be? Four, you said yeah, four successes? there are two successes, four disadvantages. Okay, what do you want that to look like? So, we're in alt mode. We're just kind of driving along the seafloor. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think the success for that is... Uh, probably Spike and Burns are having like a nice conversation about like, wow, the in and outs really good here. And all of a sudden the driver's seat is just rocketed to the back of the hearse as that <laughs> section closes off into a cube uh, as High Top goes into alt mode and just sort of jumps over this thing and lands on the other side and goes back into car mode and they're just violently thrusted back into the front of the car again. So it probably made a bit of noise um, with the disadvantages, but I don't know. I cleared it. <laughs> yeah, so the disadvantages, I'll <laughs> say that um, it kind of came out of nowhere. 
Um, and because everything's happening at the same time, the disadvantages will just be, you're not gonna be able to kind of warn the other two about what's coming because um, everything's gonna happen simultaneously. So you just kick it, make the jump, and make it to the other side. Uh, you probably have in and out all over the inside of your all mode. <laughs> I probably have what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and if you want, you can use your action to move um, double the, the, the double distance. But if something happens bad to the other two, they're going to have to try to catch up. Do you want to move? use the action? No, I think I'm going to actually stay posted on the other side here and ready my grappling hook. So if anybody beefs it off the edge. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so... Next in the initiative is Potshot. Audrey, can you roll that uh, D8 for Potshot? Uh, two. Two? Uh, everything is fine. Um, you see the canyon in front of you. You're uh, easily to make your way around it without having to floor it or make a jump. Um, and you wind up on the other side. Do you want to use the one movement or two movement? Um... Whatever keeps her close to the rest of the group. Like, I'm assuming she sees High Top waiting on the other side. Yeah. She's going to stay with her. All right, so everything was fine. You saw the crevice. Uh, you made it around. Nothing else of danger looked um, looked to be pointed out to you. Or well, You didn't see anything because of the, the murky water. Um, that makes it, I think, the human's turn. And they're going to spend their turn... Uh, Cleaning up the in and out. <laughs> um, so they're quickly they're trying to just recover from the big jump and they're like, oh god, oh god, it's everywhere. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Birds is like, warn us there next time. Jeez. There's paper towels in the center console. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spike's like, hey, are you gonna use that ketchup? He's like, it was on the floor. He's like. Three second rule, man. <laughs> All right, and that I'm in hell. Get you some new ketchup, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then that goes to jump kick. Uh, one more D8 roll for me, Audrey. Two. Two. Uh, same thing. Everything's fine. Jump kick sees the crevice. Doesn't see anything else of threat, and you're able to move up. Jump kick, do you want to use the single movement or the two movement? Uh, I mean, if nothing happens, there's no real reason to do anything extra. So, yeah, it just jumps, makes it. Okay, so everyone's done the one movement so far. Um, I have a pretty far way to go still. Um, it's going to go back up to high top. Um, want to roll your encounter check? <laughs> That's a six again. <laughs> A six again. There's another like, big oh, crevice. Man, it appears good thing out of we nowhere. That one turns around. Uh, or I guess does a three-point turn underwater and immediately falls into another hole. <laughs> yeah, there's this big crevice in front of you. You didn't see it coming because uh, of the scary, great, murky water. Uh, the full purple piloting check again. Uh, three successes and three disadvantages. <laughs> oh yeah, what does it look like? basically the same thing of uh they're cleaning up their mess i turn the car around i start driving immediately drive into another hole uh because i'm driving with the lights off 
And as they've just sort of recovered their lunch, <laughs> launches them back into the backpack again and transforms. Uh, tries to jump across, probably falls, grappling hooks <laughs> to the other side and pulls herself up. Uh, and then goes back into car mode. And at this point, their lunch is probably half liquefied, covered in seawater. And like, I imagine if a transformer transforms and there's a bunch of hamburgers in their torso, they probably get pretty annihilated. So they, um, you do the quickly of uh, the, the half jet transformation to get over the crevice, and um, the camera cuts the burns. He's about to take a drink of his soda, and he just crushes it in his hand. He's like, no! <laughs> and Spike's like, ha ha! <laughs> um, next in the order is going to be Potshot. Uh, Audrey, you want to yeah. roll it again? Six. I'm going to get a different dice. Six. There's other, there's other stuff on here than large crevices. I'm going to get the Margaret dice. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, hi Todd, did you use your full movement or did you do the double? I mean, did you use the single movement or the double? Yeah, I think I'm going to use double movement and scout ahead for more holes in the ground because apparently this place is lousy <laughs> with them. Apparently littered. There's so much cooler stuff on this chart than uh, holes in the ground. Okay, so Pasha, uh, your turn's up. There's a big crevice ahead of you. You can make a four perk four purple piloting check uh, space or you can make a four purple athletics check or you can volunteer to uh, the fail it and you won't take any damage you can slowly go around but you uh, will take uh, you won't be able to do the double movement that way okay so it's either piloting space or agility yeah. right <laughs> both of these are the same and neither of them are gonna be good against this but uh, you said it was yeah, four purple, purple. Okay. Do a quick prayer to Primus here as she goes towards it, and oh, not bad. Two successes and one threat. Two successes threat. and one threat. Um, Thank you, Primus. Um, so what does that look like? The one threat's going to be the same thing. You can't warn anyone about the upcoming stuff. Um, I think like she's going to be driving towards it, see it, and just like in a split second, just very rapidly go into uh, robot mode, do like a freaking Assassin's Creed style roll and jump, and just like land on the other side, but like very like just stands there for a second like in a half crouch position like I made that? I made that? <laughs> kind of like that just like run and jump using the momentum and then just stand there like I actually got here? So you still have your action left. Do you want to use the double movement or a single movement? Pot, uh, high top one movement ahead of you. Um, let me see. What what can she see at this point? Like, can she the can she see the others coming up? Can she see high top ahead you of her? You can see the vague silhouette of high top ahead of you, and you can see the vague silhouette of the other two behind you. Hmm. Over the other oh. one. Gotcha. Could she, like, use an action to, like, stay there and warn jump kickers there not enough time? Um, you could give him... I'll let you, if you stay, you can use one of the four... Uh, get Carlos to use one of the force points on a uh, jump kicks check. That's, like, an assist action? That... That's that's up to you, jump kick. Do you want to use a force die, or do you want to... 
go for well, it. Well, have, I haven't seen the, like, am I going to go through the same hole again? Same other hole? Um, so the way it looks is... Okay. Um, depends on what you're in, a, like, a formation. So y'all aren't necessarily going to, like, you're not in a straight line. You're kind of outside by side or in some sort of, like, formation. Um, so you're not necessarily going to run into the same thing, but so far you've only seen big holes. So there's a them. chance that there's going to be a big hole. <laughs> yeah, there's a chance or, like, three other cooler things. All right, I will take the chance and just not do that. See if I go through a hole or not. Okay. Okay. In which case, Potshot's probably going to, like, go and start driving again. Okay, so take the... Take the double movement to catch up with a uh, high top. Um, you get to high top and our windshield wipers are on, but the hamburger's on the inside of the windshield, so it's not doing anything. It's <laughs> <laughs> just generalized, like, just underwater muffled noises of all three of them yeah, yelling at each other. Yeah, you can't really see through the window. <laughs> it's just ketchup and french fries and nonsense. <laughs> Spike got a milkshake for some reason. Pacho's just like, thank Primus, I didn't have to take them. On uh, on the humans' turns, you see that the window's covered in milkshake, and you see, like, one french fry swipe through the milkshake on the window. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear birds, like, you're trying not gonna... so hard to salvage what they <laughs> have. like, you're not gonna eat that, are you? Spike's like, three-second rule, and then eats it. My <laughs> top just... <laughs> radios and Cybertronian. I'm incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that leaves uh, Jump Kick's turn. One more G8 roll for me, please. Five. Five? That's different. There is a strong... There is the... The underwater current is strong. Make a four purple piloting uh, space check or a four purple resilience check. If you fail, you get pushed back one movement and we'll have to speed up again next turn. And which were the options I can choose die from again? Uh, piloting space or resilience. Ooh. Yellow's better than green, right? <laughs> yeah, yellow's better than green. Well, yellow is you get to roll the greens and a yellow. You roll them both. But yeah, yellow is better. Alright, cool. So that's it? Just whatever I have for resilience? And then four purple. Ooh, three successes and five threats. Three successes, five threats. Y'all are good at driving. It's almost like you turn into cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the um, the current gets really strong out of nowhere and it like pushes against you, but you're able to kind of like drift sideways through it to like kind of catch the Ooh. current to go forward. Uh, I got an idea for um, that. If, if the DM yeah, will up? allow. Um, I will. <laughs> To, to fight the current, I want to do like a half transformation, like for a second God. off the floor, and use all my like all my wheels, uh, point them back the same way that the one wheel propeller is, and try to like push forward in a weird little mini submarine. Clearly something <laughs> I can't hold forever, but that's cool. Able to propel out of it. Yeah, so you quickly use it to boost above the current that go further in. Um, as of right now. You you can see the vague silhouette of your two comrades in front of you. Do you want to use the the extra the their full action to move twice the speed to go catch Ooh, up? Oh yeah, them? yeah. If I can do it in my little uh, 
impromptu hovercraft mode <laughs> with yeah. tires pointing down. Your G.I. Joe hovercraft. <laughs> yeah, so you uh, go forward, um, you do your G.I. Joe to jump over the current <laughs> to get through, and then you uh, land in your weird G.I. Joe hovercraft mode next to the other one. Cool. I didn't realize uh, Success. jump kick was in masks, so that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the thing about it. It's clearly like breaking your like breaking transformation, just pointing your your wheels the yeah. correct way. Yep. The jump kick has a uh, fan. You just like almost fun. hear the T cog straining, you know. <laughs> Don't break it. Right, we are back up to high top. Looking for what? Back up to high top. You've got uh, that D eight ready. I wanted to be an eight so badly. Eight is so fun. It's an eight. <laughs> Way. It's an eight. <laughs> okay, high top. You're cruising uh, through. Um, I'm having a horrible time. I'm fine with organics. I'm not fine with people spilling bags <laughs> of fast food <laughs> everywhere. So you're driving ahead, trying to deal with the bags of fast food spilled inside of you. It seems really safe, but then it's quiet. Too quiet. All the fish around you uh, seem to have disappeared. And you see one large gray and white silhouette approach you there is and i've looked it up great white sharks in the san francisco bay area <laughs> there is a great white shark headed it's towards just... you make a four purple cool or a four purple survival make... check. if you spook this shark it will attack. attack you just want to straight attack it as far as high top knows these things are the apex creature of this planet i'm gonna get the first hit in Okay, you have two humans inside of you, and you can't use your weapons unless you transform, but you can bash yeah, them. Yeah, so uh, they're desperately trying to salvage their mess again. The same thing happens where they're just... Uh, Burns has, like, recovered his drink off the ground. It hasn't all leaked out yet. He's just thrown to the back and drops it on the floor. Uh, Spike's french fries are just run <laughs> over under the seat, uh, and they're in the backpack again, and... High top's going to uh, punch it forward, transform, pull out her hammer, and just do like an upswing under the shark with the Magnus hammer. So you're gonna are you gonna throw them into the backpack? <laughs> yeah, when I when I transform, I just imagine okay. they sort of get like pulled into the backpack. That's Shove right. Back the... There's enough room in there for uh, two people to hang out. The mental image of just this robot with freaking Dragula freaking thing walking here and smashing a great white with a hammer. So I have added the shark to the initiative because he rolled and um, the new initiative is in the group chat. Okay, so you're going to roll me an attack on this shark. Um, you said you're using the, the yeah. hammer? Okay, so it's, it's within um, melee range, so it's going to be a one purple check. Um, so roll me whatever your uh, brawl is or your melee with one purple. Uh, that's three successes and an advantage. Three successes and an advantage. Okay, so I don't know if we told on air, but we're gonna figure see what the uh, the high top hammer does. <laughs> um, so you do one damage per each success and then plus whatever the weapon's damage is. So how much damage are you doing? Uh, six plus three successes, nine damage. And so we didn't really do combat 100% correct last time because I forgot to do soak. So the shark has a soak of six. 
So you only really did three damage to it. But you can spend your uh, you can spend your um, advantage to yeah. push. I think I'm going to hammer. like do like an upswing and just sort of hit it from the underside and just launch it like fifty feet up. So like if there's somebody in a <laughs> okay, boat, it just so... looks like that air jaws thing where the shark just launches out of the water and then falls back in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, describe for everyone at home what the hammer does on an advantage. Or, like, how that push looks. One point of advantage to, uh, basically push an enemy into medium range. Uh, I believe you can only do that once, so you can't, like, dump eight advantages in to knock somebody a mile away, even though that'd be rad as hell. So, yeah. I have pushed the shark into medium range. <laughs> Um, you push it into with one advantage, you can do short with two advantages. Okay, advantage. well I pushed it into short range then. Okay. What does the hammer do when you uh, do it? Because it's kind of like a hydraulic hammer with the big bouncy tires on it. What, like, what does the hammer physically look like if there was a close, tight zoom on the hammer doing its action? Yeah, it probably looks kind of like the animated Magnus hammer, but with these big, stupid drag slicks for the hammer heads. So, sort of like hitting something with a big rubber mallet, it probably <laughs> deforms a bit on impact and then just like quickly reinflates to just deal a whole bunch of excessive force that knocks something back. So, these big rubber. I, I imagine it makes a squeaky toy noise. I, that's not canon. Strike that from the <laughs> audio. <laughs> so, these big rubber tires hit this shark um, from, the, from uh, below. They deflate and they spring back and throw the shark into short range. Um, so because you didn't attack, you're only going to be able to move the um, the one distance. So I'm going to move you one distance forwards. Um, it is now. You can take a peek at the new initiative. <laughs> the shark's turn. <laughs> so the shark uses its movement to come run back, running back to you since it doesn't have a um, ranged weapon. Um, and because it's below, since you did more than three runes in a turn, it's going to use a frenzy ability and take two Wait, attacks. Wait, I did more than what in a turn? Because oh boy, um, you did more than half its health in a day in a turn, so now oh, it's going to okay. frenzy. Oh boy, um, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> So it's gonna frenzy and get uh, two attacks on you. Um, it's okay. You're a robot and it's a shark. It can't do that much. <laughs> I mean, it's still Don't bad. It. <laughs> okay, two successes and one advantage. Um, so it does five damage minus whatever your soak is. Okay, so it only deals one damage. One damage. Okay, and it's going to spend its advantage not to crit, but take, um, cause you some piercing damage. Your, um, your hole's leaking slowly. Oh. Well, <laughs> they're probably oh, very no. much wondering what's going on. <laughs> yeah, because they got to check I'm just, I'm just imagining, like, Spike squishing away, like, swiping away some of the, like, milkshake that's splattered on the backpack window. <laughs> And just sees a fucking shark, <laughs> like attacking, instant screaming. Yeah. So for how leaking is going to work, um, 
you're taking in water your seals aren't holding uh, do a two purple cool or a two purple mechanics check see if you can quickly patch up the leaks uh, dang, I wish I was actually a better medic at this point. Or cool, I'm neither <laughs> of those things. <laughs> You're like, I'm not cool or a medic. <laughs> That's a failure and an advantage. Okay, so you're going to um, be a bit slower. And for high top, that means you're actually going to have your normal movement, your normal two, but you have to use your punch it to move the double movement. Okay. So you're filled with water and are a bit slower. Am I filled already or am I filling with water? You're filling with water. Okay. You'll basically do the um, the the two purple core, the two, two purple um, mechanic check every time your turn comes around to see if you can eject the water out. And then once you eject the water out, your speed will be back to normal. Okay. Uh, for the time being, I am in robot mode, so I imagine the backpack is leaking. Um... You ejected the backpack backwards, um, so they're fine and safe unless the shark has a reason to attack them. Oh, no, the, the, the backpack's shark... still on me. Oh, I just it's meant on when you? I transform, oh, they yeah. go into the yeah. backpack. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I thought the backpack flew off. No, it's still on, so when their turn comes, they're going to have to make some uh, checks, <laughs> but they might be able to help you. Yeah, sorry to be unclear, my bad. No, you're good. Um... So now that goes to Podshot's turn. Might have been a good idea to split up the humans, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the option. Alright, so what has Podshot seen? You see there's a vague high top silhouette in front of you, <laughs> and then a large football shaped silhouette. Um, it approaches <laughs> calmly and investigatively, and then it gets hit with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I want to be very clear, it wasn't going to attack unless you threatened it. And you threatened it, because that's how sharks work. So, so I actually, I got a question. We're not doing Shark Week yeah. propaganda here. Uh -huh, I got... <laughs> sharks are nice unless you scare yeah. them. I got a Appreciate question, slash, just, does the hammer, What's does the hammer make sharks like a, like, I don't know, I'm thinking about animated and how um, weapons look there and how sometimes they have lights. Does the hammer light up? Like, will it light up if it hits something? Due to power uh, I think it kind of just has, I think it kind of just has like an ambient neon glow to it. So, so you could see it like a flash yeah. when it hits the shark. You could <laughs> technically see. Oh yeah, definitely. Once you hit it, it's like yeah. yeah I think in that like nice... art I made from last episode that had like the animated sort of energon lines yeah. on it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. when uh, she hit it, this like blue flash of white happened. It like yeeted the shark upwards. <laughs> Probably is not comfortable for both of you. Um, so, Pacha, okay. you see your friend fighting so. a shark, and from your knowledge of what Hydops told you, this is the apex predator on this planet. <laughs> so, Pacha's immediately going to go into fight mode. Um, what I'm imagining she does, I'm going to see if this is actually possible with the um, with distance and that kind of thing. It's like she takes like a sliding transformation, like transforms and just kind of lets the momentum go through as like she slides on her knees sideways out of the transformation and like grabs her rifle and points it as like she comes mm -hmm. to a stop. Alright, so let me see how far this guy is from you. It is... Yeah. Okay, within short range. So you're definitely within range for your rifle. Um, are you going to take a shot at it? Okay. okay. Yeah. So I believe short range is two purple? 
Uh, no, short range is still one purple. So, one purple slash uh, whatever your heavy weapons is. I'm so glad you rolled the I stabbed Ooh. the shark and I didn't get to use the shark. Uh, two successes and Ooh. one triumph. Oh, so you um, get a free crit off of that. So, two successes, that's going to be one, two damage. The triumph is whatever your crit damage is, and then plus whatever the. Um, the, the rifle's damages, so <laughs> turns out heavy okay, weapons so. are very strong. <laughs> Let's see, where's the uh, crit damage? Um, be? it should say next to your weapon. Um, it's either gonna be like two or three additional damage. Uh, three, three additional. So one, two, three. So one, two. Three, four, mm-hmm. five, and then what's the weapon's normal damage? Ten. Fifteen damage to this shark. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I am. It's so like out of character. Like 15. I like care about shark conservation and biology, and I'm really sad. So right now. fifteen minus you six freaking decimated is still nine, it. and it does not have nine HP left. So. Tell me what this looks like. You hit a shark with an alien sniper rifle. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I imagine it passes right through and he just kind of drops. What well, would be rise? Because it's the water, <laughs> right? It'd be it'd be rise. It would rise up. It wouldn't drop, right? Yeah. Like I'm imagining, like she's like aiming over high top shoulder so like it's hitting it at an angle so it just kind of swoops all the way through and it just it's done it's just like a barrel shaped hole straight <laughs> yeah pot shot's a sniper she's like, gonna go for that clean that clean get yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not gonna be great for all the you know conspiracy theorists in the area just be like yeah we found this shark with like this just Perfectly clean cauterized hole straight Also, through. a massive Discovery bruise on its underside. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Headlines Giant squid kills shark? Question mark. <laughs> question mark. Question mark. Question mark. At this okay, point, so we should clarify that uh, the rollout pod and all known affiliates uh, support shark conservation and. Uh, yes, absolutely. Shark Week's bad. Don't at me. The shark would not have attacked if not threatened. (laughs) We as people know sharks are cool. (laughs) Vending machines kill more people than sharks every year. High top probably kills more people than sharks every year. Exactly. So, high top, you see this shark with a very clean sniper shot that takes it out. And then it goes to Spike's turn. And it's like, he turns to the bird. It's like, you know, sharks actually are pretty safe. They only attack when threatened. Jaws did a lot of the, the hurt uh, the shark's reputation and Burns is like you don't say okay I'll note that down I'll tell all my friends sharks are cool <laughs> <laughs> so basically everything uh, Audrey said just Spike tells Burns <laughs> yeah so I think I just sort of batted away with my hammer because thing hurt me and I don't like it so I give a thumbs up oh, wait. to Pot Shot. So that still happens, but Pot Shot, you still have your encounter check because you're still in the ocean. So 1d8, please. Seven. Oh, and guess what? You attack, so you only get the one movement. 
no. Seven. Another shark show. <laughs> a group of sea. A group. Yeah, it's a hammerhead. Uh, one of my favorites on this table. Uh, a group of sea lions has found you interesting. Make a two purple stealth or a two purple coercion. Um, to shoo them away. If you if, if they fail or get in your way, you only have uh, one movement this turn. But since you've used your movement to attack, if you fail to okay, shoo them so away, then you don't get a move this turn. Oh, cool. I get attacked by a shark. Pot shot gets a bunch of round boys. <laughs> a bunch of sea dogs. <laughs> so, uh, uh, two purple, again. coercion, cool, or stealth. Stealth would be sneaking around them. Coercion or cool would be like, like shoot, go away. I'm really glad all my favorites have been hit, and it's not just holes in the ocean. I will say, just like off the bat, she likes these ones better than humans. She thinks they're less creepy. Oh, yeah, they're real nice. They're just kind of getting in, in, in your way. They're curious critters. Yeah. One, One success. success. Okay. That's enough to shoo them away. So I imagine she's just kind of like looking around, and like, you know, maybe one of them's like poking her rifle with the snoot, and just like being adorable. They're just being like, shoot, shoot, shoot. They like do some cute like flips and barrel rolls and then like scoot away. They really they really show off. They're like, look how neat we yeah. are. And then they run off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Potshot likes these ones already like five times better than humans. <laughs> and she's correct. Sea humans are better than land humans. Oh yeah, she thinks these are still humans. <laughs> <laughs> Just some weird subspecies. Like she thinks that they're like the equivalent of like deployers or insecticons or something like there's just a different type you know like cybertronians have a ton of different for <laughs> just being like wow these sea humans are really they're, li- they're a lot nicer i like these ones they, they go away i like you these don't ones. Do. <laughs> all right so that's the human's turn i'm assuming you want to use the movement right you can only use move once this turn yeah she'll okay. she'll go over and catch up with high top okay um and so burns and spike are going to use their turn uh, talking about shark conservation and how jaws is a bad movie that did bad things to sharks um and then it's jump kick's turn <laughs> um I, can i get that d8 and hopefully another shark shows up <laughs> now jump kick by himself <laughs> seven seven a group of sea lions has found you interesting <laughs> they leave pot shot think... immediately go over yeah. to jump kick. <laughs> okay make a two stealth or a two coercion or a charm to shoot them away um, if they get in their way, you only get one movement this turn. Alright, uh, is it stealth or charm? Coercion. Coercion. Yeah, or. Coercion, charm. Yeah, or any like. Um, really, any skill that you could logic through to get them out of there. Okay. Like to shoo them off or sneak around them. Cool. Um. And how many more? It's a. Uh, Aside from what I'm doing, sorry. Aside from my coercion, it's just, a, just two purple. They're pretty easy. They're, uh, Watch me fail miserably. One success. One success. <laughs> it's close. How are you barely passing the two purple joke check I put in here <laughs> about like having to go fight a shark? <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're able to. What does shooing them off look like? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I was shoo them off as much as just be like, oh, cool, and then they just go away by themselves. <laughs> like, oh. yeah, 
the one who's actually interested to have them there, they want <laughs> nothing to do with. <laughs> he like pets them, pulls a fish out of his chest, <laughs> to them. <laughs> they leave. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, you can use you still have both your movement options since you passed. So do you want to boost ahead, or do you want to just use one movement? I uh, just keep up. I'm just keeping up. Just keep up. Okay. Okay, that um, circles back to uh, high top. The sea lions have left everyone alone, and we're back at your. Uh, we'll start your turn with your encounter check. Six. <laughs> Man, that shark was rough. Immediately turns around and falls into a hole. I don't know why High Top keeps other things on here. (laughs) Okay, so there's a sudden drop or crevice. And make a four purple piloting check to see if you you fail, you fall down and take the... um, All the threats become harm. Yeah, I think I'm in robot mode. Um... Then you can transform as an incidental and use piloting, or if you want, you can use athletics since you're in your alt mode. Yeah, I think I'll just use athletics because it'd be weird to go into alt mode to jump across. Yeah. So how many purple? Four. That is one failure. (laughs) One failure? How many Man, that shark was rough. (laughs) (laughs) Is Is there any threats left? Now it's just one failure. Okay, I'll say since you still fail failed, uh, you'll take just one harm from the failure. <laughs> uh, but you do only get to move once because you have to use your second movement to get out. Yeah, so I'll just <laughs> grappling hook my way up to the top and brush myself off move forward and scan the ground very closely for more holes in the ground because apparently I'm walking over a sponge. <laughs> Once, I forgot to do something for um, the humans on their turn. They're going to see if they can patch your leaks. I, I love just the idea that they're having this deep philosophical conversation about the importance of sharks in the ecosystem of water is just slowly rising. <laughs> yeah, because I, for, like, I forgot that like... you're leaking. Yeah, as, as they're just in the backpack with like some dim low lights on no windows slowly filling with water okay so this is oh, this is a spike doing his mechanics check uh one advantage one failure he does not uh patch the hole so you're still leaking water um now agent burns uh, one success. He's able to patch the water. So by the time it got back around to your turn, um, you have your full movement back because you're no longer leaking. Um, which means you don't have to make the leak check. I'm not sure how how aware High Top is that her backpack is leaking. Uh, <laughs> They're going to get out so. later and it's going to be like, we fixed that leak earlier. And she's going to be like, what? So that means you have, you have to spend one movement to get out of the hole still. Um... How do you want to do that? Yeah, I'll just uh, fire my grappling hook up to the top, uh, hook it to the carcass of the dead shark, and start pulling myself up. Okay, so you use your um, 
Again, yes. the Rolap pod respects the importance of sharks in the ecosystem. <laughs> so you use one movement to climb out of the hole. You still haven't technically made it any further. Do you want to use punch it to move one or your action to move one more? Yeah, I think I'll stay in robot mode okay. for the time being just because I want to be able to see. So, yeah, I'm just going to pull myself up, realize I pulled myself on the wrong side, jump okay, over so you take my movement. Climb out of the hole with a grappling hook and a shark. And use your one movement to um, make it uh, to make your movement, um, and then congratulations, High Top has made it halfway. <laughs> it's oh, three God. miles of driving. So, right, so the that's miles. the shark's turn. It's dead. Okay, Pod Shock, that's your turn. Uh, give right. me the D8 for the no. encounter check. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, it no. smells. My wife. What happened to her? This shark. Ha- uh, <laughs> so it smells blood in the water. A great white shark spots you. Make a four purple or a four uh, four purple cool or four purple survival to see if you spook it or you can decide to attack. Um, this shark has. Um, um, I do quickly radio over. Apparently. Apparently, they're really important for the environment and under a protected conservation. This <laughs> shark has a wedding ring and I a frame picture of his shark children. He's heading towards you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what were the two potential shots? Uh, cool or survival. Okay. Let's four purple. Uh, cool is just you're gonna try to stay calm and just see if it avoids you. And survival is like you're gonna like know that's the thing to do. Like you've heard that that's how you uh, deal with large animals. All right, she's gonna try the survival. Oh, yeah. let, let, let's see what happens here. <laughs> okay, two successes and two, two threats. Two successes and two threats. Um, okay, um, because I'm a jerk. Um, you success, but the threats are <laughs> that the jump kick's gonna have to deal with the shark on his turn, with also his um, hazard. <laughs> so you're able to shoot it away, but it shoots towards the uh, jump kick next turn. <laughs> you see, the dead shark is wearing a necklace that says uh, "Number One Mom" that clearly their kids made Aww. for them. It has a. You, you see now that it also has a big fancy hat, just like uh, Roaster does. No. <laughs> <laughs> the little hole in it is for the dorsal fin to come out the top. Uh, so that's a. Do you want to take one movement or two movement? Oh, sorry. For pot shot, she needs to take a. So if it needs to decide if pot shot's going to take her movement, she hasn't actually moved yet. Um. She's probably gonna just kind of stay in the area maybe go over there and see high top these darn things so you're going to do the one movement (laughs) yeah just one movement to go congratulations you have made it halfway okay you said uh you rolled a six for uh jump kicks encounter uh a five a five okay jump kick it's your turn there is a there's a strong current. Um, make a four pur- four purple piloting check or a uh, four purple resilience check to see if you get pushed back one movement. 
So you either have like the path that we've been going through, where it's just holes and sharks, or you have the vector Jump kicks just in the. That's why no one's messed with Shockwave's freaking secret layer yet. Just all this crap you have to deal with. That's why the one Insecticons out here. They're like, what's the sharks? I already forgot. What do we use for? Was it piloting or was it? Athletics? Yeah, piloting or resilience. Agility or resilience. Yeah. What is resilience? Oh, cool. Resilience. Resilience is just going to be like you're going to try to muscle through it. Um, and it's your, pretty sure it's your brawn. My brawn? Yeah, that's what uh, resilience uses. It's like your strength. Okay, so I use, use resilience. You're gonna try to like muscle through. Okay, it. so I use brawn then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, that's unless you want to do the piloting. Oh, that's cool. I'll use brawn. It uh, the end result a wash. Your dice result came up blank. <laughs> okay, so that means you can, you're either gonna fail it or you can spend one strain to make it a success. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll we'll spend the strain. How do I do that? <laughs> okay, so um, you should have somewhere on your sheet. Um, it's gonna say wounds or strain. Um, mark down one on strain. So it would go from if you have eleven, you now have ten. If you run out of strain, you're gonna block out. I don't know where strain is listed. I got a bunch of sheets. It's up near the top by your wounds. Let me see if I can pull it up for you. Oh, strain. Okay, got it. So I got eight. Yeah, now. so mark one off on strain and you can pass. Okay, and now because the shark doesn't disappear just because they didn't ignore it, you're now going to have to do the shark check. Oh, too. Jesus. <laughs> okay, we, we haven't even decided the move yet, bud. <laughs> okay, so now do a four purple uh, pool or a four purple survival check to see if the shark ignores you. I'm gonna die. Two threats. Two threats? Yep. Okay, so you spook the shark. You, uh, you jump at the side of this giant thing, um, and it, it's gonna, the shark turns towards you um, because it's threatened and is gonna make an attack. How many dice? One purple. Shark stats. Three, three green. So one success. So the shark's gonna bite down. And it's gonna deal. Nine. Ten damage. Um. Then minus whatever your um. Your soak Remember, is. you have soak. <laughs> Minus what? Sorry. You should have a stat that's called soak, and that is going to take away from the damage. All right, so I have three soak. All right, so you minus three, so that's going to be seven. What did I say? One, ten. So ten minus three. So I take seven damage. Seven. Yeah, take seven damage. Okay. 
Yep. So minus seven from your uh, wounds. Okay. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now my. How many wounds can okay. you take total? Uh, y'all have quite a bit. Let's see. I need to put jump kicks characters in somewhere. How much wounds do you have, jump kick? I'm almost dead. You're almost dead. How much do you have left? Uh, so I got I sh have ten because I had se it's a seventeen here. Yeah, yeah. so seventeen. So, got, so then you took seven. Yeah, so, so I you got could ten be left. At, uh, ten. Yep, almost dead. Oh, you're still pretty beefy. Oh yeah, you have more health than I do. <laughs> Yeah, Tin's the. You have way more health than Tin's I do. Tin's not You're good. Uh, okay. Um, so the shark hasn't taken any damage, so it's not going to. Um... Well, did you attack the shark? No, you no. didn't, right? You just spooked just, it. Just okay. stood there. So now I've got to roll initiative for the shark. Because the first attack's going to be on your turn since you spooked it. It's kind of a hazard. Wow, okay. I'm sending the new the new initiative list to y'all. Um, the shark rolled very well. All right, well. So the shark the, is going to go first. Does the shark first. have to roll uh, an encounter check? No, the shark doesn't. The shark lives here. The shark well, lives here. Uh, the shift. <laughs> If Jump Kick ends up getting killed by a shark, that kind of works out because I only got six minutes <laughs> till uh, till I gotta leave. Okay, Jump Kick. So it's it's still your turn. Um, you want to roll an attack, or do you want to? Since I know you got to be seven, do you want to leave it at uh, Jump Kick gets attacked by a shark? <laughs> um, I mean, how long it's does attack? Like, do we have another stopping point coming up? Um. You can do your attack, and we can leave it off there. On uh, the camera's gonna leave off on a cliffhanger of a jump kick fighting a shark underwater. Okay, cool. Uh, sure, I'll do an attack. I don't know how to. So it's gonna be one purple, and then whatever weapon you're using will decide the rest. Oh wait, you're in alt mode, right? I'm in car mode. Yeah, so you're gonna have to use your uh, harpoon. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> so I have the stats for that. Um, so one purple, and then whatever your gunnery skill is. Yeah. So so far, the shark has bit onto the front of the car and caused quite a bit of damage to the front end of it. All right. So I'll attack it. I get one success and two advantages. Yes. Uh, one success and two advantages. Um, so, Jesus Christ. Okay, let me do your damage. So the grappling hook does normally 15, so one one success is going to be 16 minus the soak. Oh, Jesus Christ. Alright, and then you can um, spend your advantage to crit, or you could pull it near you, but since it's already near you, the only option really is to crit. It's already on me, so I pull it further on me. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so plus nine to crit because it's a heavy gunnery weapon. <laughs> okay. Alright, so so we um, kill a second shark is what you're The shark me. has less than 19 hit points, so you do 19 wounds of damage to the shark that only has six wounds. 
<laughs> so, okay, so what, you, <laughs> what you're what telling me is we killed two sharks. Look like. <laughs> yeah, killed two sharks. All right. Two innocent, <laughs> innocent sharks. Killed two important predators in a fragile ecosystem. Yeah, but it's okay because we, we pet and said hi Why to some fishing sea lions. Boats? Oh, sorry, seals. Was it seals or sea lions? No, we're in San Francisco. Yeah, you saved the sea lions. Yeah, so we're in San Francisco. They gotta be sea lions. Seals. Who Pachat is convinced are sea dogs. <laughs> okay, so, Joe Kick, what does harpooning this poor shark look like? Uh, well, since. I mean, it, it, you said it took a bite out of the front of the car, and uh, yeah. the harpoon is directly on top of the, like, in the back mm -hmm. part of the car, so it just shoots it directly in the face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oof. So, uh, I haven't decided if the harpoon will get lodged in the shark cartilage and push the shark off of me, or if it's just going to tear through it. So, which one sounds more... It could... We'll be less graphic as possible. There's... I think it's more gnarly if it just goes just through it. it. We, we already had one shark get shish kebab today yeah. by sniper rifle fire. Maybe maybe it just gets pushed It away. goes through, and then you pull back. Uh, it takes the shark with it, and you just come back with a, a red harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, our cliffhanger... Rest in peace to two majestic creatures today. Jeez. Okay, so our cliffhanger for this episode is... God, jump kick's fucking terrifying. <laughs> <I guess> it... <laughs> 19 points of damage. We only had one choice to use as advantage, so we had to spend it uh, to the crit. Because uh, it's definitely a vicious weapon, so it, it has the ability to <laughs> crit on advantage. Um, also, I should I should point out so... at this point that jump kick will refuse to use violence unless he has to. And if he does, he'll turn you into a liquid faster than any of us could. So I think we're gonna leave it off here. So I'm gonna we're gonna do the the cliffhanger from the perspective of high top and pause shot. Um, Y'all quickly turn around and see that jump kick is uh, wrestling with a shark in his vehicle mode. The shark grabs onto the front of his car, shaking it violently, and then in a cloud of red, uh, <laughs> jump kick emerges triumphant. Just gets vivisected. <laughs> and, and that's where we'll leave off on this episode. The, the camera pans out at the, the shark's uh, t-shirt of uh, number one dad. I love my kids so much. Number one dad, I love my kids. We'll, we'll get the uh, sequel to Kill Bill here where the kids will come back oh, in a future kids. underwater episode. Yeah, we'll have a street shark special. Yeah, that's the two shark Shark, shark, the sharkesses uh, float by each other. You see the two halves of their heart necklaces that they wear that like fit together. <laughs> the camera fades to black and it fades back, and there's two sharks planning their vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> the camera fades out as they see two two baby sharks hiding behind a rock watching what's happened to their parents all right it's okay I, billy i gotta go we'll get them next time I'll we'll train <laughs> all right see uh, i'm trying to upload this all right bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye. have a good one carl okay. good luck good and luck. congratulations on the house shopping Thank you. Gosh.
Didn't run into any of the Insecticons. Didn't run into any aliens. We just freaking destroyed. Sharks and seals. Uh, it really does need to be. Have you played um, uh, Abzu? <laughs> um, this one's kind of just like a walking sim, basically. It's an underwater... Um, have you played... Have you heard of uh, Journey? Yeah, it's made by the same people, but it's in a, uh underwater setting, and it's really good, and it's got positive representation of sharks. Yeah, I, I felt like we gave enough disclaimers on, on <laughs> sharks in this episode, to be honest. I know we did, but like, me personally, I'm just like, babies! Like, no! Shark rides. <laughs> Maybe the episode Bell, sharks are... Sharks are an integral part of the ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. So we'll just retcon it. It was shark decons. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Audrey, when was the um, episode you needed me to edit? Is that coming up soon, or? Um, that'll be upcoming. I'm trying to get episodes three and four whenever Wills is uh, doing the voices on that one up before I move. Okay. Uh, next week is going to be the last weekend I can record before I'm moving, and then it may be two or three weeks before I can record again. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be a couple week breaks, so. That's good. Uh, I guess it would probably end up being this one. Okay. Which, sorry about that whole thing at the beginning where I got real nervous. It's okay. Uh, when my partner I, I came will... in and had no context as to what the fuck I'm talking about, Let's... I got all nervous. None of us, I think, are used to talking for hours on end for this kind of thing. Like, do not be harsh upon yourself at all. Yep. Listen, yeah. I, I take like four But actually, if I get... YouTube if I get three and four up, you might not have to do one. So. Yeah, I just kind of want to have a general time frame in mind so I can set aside some time for it. Okay. Shouldn't be much of an issue, but just in case I get a job in the meantime. Uh, yeah, I'm almost done with episode three, The Hottest Burns. Uh, which is the episode title. <laughs> 100%. Even better. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Thanks for everything. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, very pro shark. <laughs> a harpoon freaking shish kebobbed by laser fire. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, from their perspective, they just took out two of the apex predators of this world, so they're probably going to feel... Yeah. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, at least today we found one type of organic that uh, Pachad likes, and that's the sea humans. <laughs> She's just gonna like pull Spike aside and just be like, "Yo, know, how do you guys get along with the sea humans? The what?" <laughs> yeah, freaking Shockwave's just having someone dig holes in the thing, and he's just like. For some project, and then it was like, you know what? I don't need them anymore. And now there's just like 400 holes at the bottom of the San Francisco Bay. <laughs> like, the conspiracy theorists are going to go nuts. We have a shark that's been harpooned straight through the center. We have a shark that's got a gigantic laser hole in it. And now there's like 400 holes at the bottom of the bay. Like, <laughs> anyway, y'all take care. Yeah. Take care. <laughs>